So, in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about social media and how to not let it bother you, right? So, get yourself tea or coffee or whatever. Right, so if anyone has ever been on social media, it is the toilet of the uh, social world, right? Um, And you just get racism, homophobia, and every other opinion that is bollocks on there. You know, the worst of the worst, right? And you think, it's easy to think, my God, like, the world is a horrible place. Oh my God, like, everyone is just horrible. But then you go out into the real world and everyone's really nice. And everyone's sound, and it's not like that. So it's one giant head mess, isn't it, right? Now let me tell you a story. In, and I've told you this before, but I will tell you again. So in the old days, Roman Empire ruled the UK. And they used to let all the little uh, clans fight amongst themselves. They were very arrogant. They were like, nah, we don't need to worry about them. They all just scrap amongst themselves. And as long as they fueled those fires that no one questioned the Roman Empire until they went too far and it was Bodicea that then became diplomatic with all the clans and then, you know, um, rose and fought against the Romans and pushed them out. Now imagine that same template playing out now. And instead of the Colosseums, we have football stadiums. And where people used to gather, this other Colosseums, we now have posts to discuss and throw our opinions onto. You know, people pitting against each other. Now imagine you're the Roman Empire, but a modern version of the Roman Empire. Perhaps you're hired to have a profile to start opinions or put up posts to start arguments it would be an interesting thought wouldn't it I mean I'm not saying it I'm not proving it it's just my opinion I don't want to get in trouble but it's just it's an interesting concept and one that would work very very well in getting everyone to pit against each other and fight against each other and I believe looking at some of these profiles and posts I don't think they're real I think they're great puppets and I think they're great employees and I think they're great at starting arguments, gobbling up your time and pitting people against each other because the minute I come off social media and go live in the real world, no one has an issue with my lifestyle, no one has an issue with who I am and um, in fact I float through life quite happily, you know? So. It's an interesting one, so think about it. Social media, what happens if it was an illusion? What happens if there were people on there that weren't who they said they were? What happens if that profile with only three pictures on who's starting all the arguments isn't that person? It would be a great tactic, right? And it would be a great tactic to um, distract and to get you so wound up that you could pass things through without people questioning it because you're all putting out your own individual fires very much like the Roman Empire very much like the clans all arguing with each other but it was only because they stepped too far and Bodicea went no thanks had enough of this you know so with social media don't see it for what it is don't uh, believe it it's all bollocks it's all bollocks I don't believe for one second I have travelled a lot And I have never had any shit whatsoever. But when I go on social media, I am given the impression 
the world is unsafe, it's judgmental, we don't deserve to be here. I see comments all the time like, humans don't deserve dogs, we don't deserve animals, and we're all flawed, as human beings we're all flawed. And I'm thinking, what? It's like mental abuse, you know? But it gets you into this headlock. It gets you into this mentality of being subservient, being less than, you know, removing any feeling or desire to create a revolt or difference of opinion, you know? Because you think or feel like you're hated and you can't live your life because someone's got an opinion on you who lives in Timbuktu. But I question who that person is and where that profile has come from and the narrative of that, you know? When I've travelled, I've met the most beautiful people. When I leave the house, I meet beautiful people. I go to the park, I meet beautiful people. Of course there's keyboard warriors, you know, who wouldn't say shit to your face. But the majority of it, I just think, wouldn't that be a very clever thing to do? Would, was to create profiles, put out posts, and have everyone pit against each other. You know? Wouldn't that be clever? So on that note, next time you have a day off or don't know what to do, don't scroll, don't look through social media because it's an illusion. It's not real, you know? I don't know who these people are. I don't even know if they're fake profiles or not. I don't know what the agenda is. I don't trust it, you know? I use it for my page. I keep it very simple, but I'm not on there scrolling, digesting, subscribing, living, you know? So just be careful, just, you know, they're like little angry gossips, but I don't know who these people are, you know? So it's, you know, don't invest your time. Don't invest your time and don't let these things, you know, it's very easy when you scroll and when you spend time on the internet and stuff, it's very easy to kind of remove yourself and feel really gone in the head and feel very deflated and angry and like, you know, like wherever you are in the world, you will see an opposing view on there that is anti-you. So you could be from the Middle East and you'll see a post which is racist about yourself, you know. I date women and men and I see posts about me. So where whoever you are, you will see something that is against you. And unless I can control that, I have absolutely zero interest in looking for it or landing on it or innocently scrolling on it. But also, I don't know who these people are that are saying it. Right, so save yourself, save your life, and start reading books and step away from this social media vomitous maximus crap that is the scrolling. Having a page is fine, keeping in touch with people is fine, but you get to police that then. You get to have some form of authority. But when you are um, so relaxed, then you're, you're vulnerable. You know, because what happens is when you want to learn something, the best and quickest way to learn something is to be relaxed. Um, when I'm in my corporate job, if I'm showing something to someone or teaching them something or training them in something, I relax them 
because then I know they'll pick it up quicker. If I make everything complicated and everything stressed, then it's not going to go in. And what do you do when you're scrolling? You're relaxed. You're on the sofa, you're in bed, and you're just scrolling aimlessly. Especially before bed, you're going to be absorbing and reprogramming your mind into thinking that you're hated, you're not liked. Come on, you need to get back in control. So no technology in the bedroom for starters. Zero, nil point, none. Same with films. Have you noticed the baddies are always Russian or from the Middle East? Like, come on. Like, I just, I stopped watching this shit after a while because I was just like, I'm not being programmed into thinking that every baddie is from Russia or every baddie is from the Middle East. Like, you're, you're telling me in every film that I watch, every action film, and the hero is always a westernised country like UK or America. Like, it's embarrassing, you know? So I really, really only watch something that I want to learn or I want to, you know, imprint in my mind. The worst thing you can do is lie in bed and just allow these things to tell you take, and take you down a rabbit hole of you sleeping on a mind that has been told that you're not good enough or the countries are the enemy and all this. Like, what the hell? This isn't conspiracy theory, this is fact. I tell you what, you want to prove me wrong? Go on, um, go on films and tell me. So go on a, an American film or a UK film and, and tell me how many baddies are from the film, that, the country that the film has been made in. I could write you a whole list when they're from other countries. The way that we demonize countries that aren't ourselves the way that we demonize the middle east for example is disgusting you know and so and, but you only do that because you're relaxed and when you're relaxed it goes in quick it goes really deep in and then you're being programmed you know that's the best way to put each other against each other isn't it you know so work on your heart space think about what you want to um create what you want to attract in life get you back you need to get you back you need to get back in control and then only focus on programs that get you back in control and then avoid everything else which feels like programming avoid everything that is scrolling and relaxed you have to take control of what you're watching yeah i'm um, releasing a new magazine this month and we're featuring the executive producer of the movie the sound of freedom and he has done so many um interviews about this kind of subject where he talks about how you know before the control was in the parents the parents were able to control what was coming into the family home you know we had four channels we could we knew there was a watershed past 9 p.m and we had that level of control but now there are so many um channels there is so much technology in the home your child is going to bed and being programmed in a different way that you are and you can't police it you can't you have no control over them and this is what he talks about and you don't realize but you're being controlled that every single time you watch a film the baddie is from you know an opposing country to the one that we live in we're being pitted against each other you know and it's like comments. I see comments that are incredibly homophobic. It doesn't bother me because I just think, 
I actually don't know if this person exists. So I'm not going to get angry and I'm not going to get emotionally driven by someone who has three pictures on their profile. And I actually don't know if this person exists. Even if they had 30 pictures on their profile, I don't know if they exist or they work for somebody and they're trying to get that message across. They could be hired. I'm not paranoid, but I don't have enough facts to disregard that could be an option. Because everywhere else I've gone, people are incredibly kind. And unless you can have a mind that you trust people and you think people are kind, then you're gonna really struggle with wanting to even socialize or wanting to even be in this world. Your mind is gonna go against you because the fear will get bigger, you know? I think it's terrible if you're from a different country and wherever you see things on the TV, your nationality is demonized. But you're the kindest person, you know, that you know of. And it's like, what? why am I being demonized because I have this color skin? Why am I being demonized because I am from this nationality? You know, we're being pitted against each other. This is Roman Empire shit, right? So it's all good sitting there going, oh, in those days it was so bad. Why didn't anyone speak up? And then it's like, well, speak up now then, because it's happening still. It's so easy, isn't it, to look back at history and say, well, they're all weak. Someone should have said something. Oh, it's so bad that that happened. Someone should have said something. And yet here we are gobbling it all up. You know? So just think about it. Remove yourselves. Unplug. Unplug. And only go from experiences. You know, I've hardly, if any, had any homophobic issues whatsoever in real time. I've been, I would definitely say I've been the victim of people's curiosity, which can be a little bit intimidating. And I'll tell you some true stories. So I used to, and I covered this off in a previous podcast, I used to work in a gay bar. Do you know who gave me shit? I would get a lot of straight couples come in with their curiosity, fishing, recruiting. I had a vicar once tell me from his mouth that he would go to gay bars with his wife and try and recruit lesbians for their sexual fantasy. What? But that was like, I'd say two or three people that I was got the eebie-jeebies with. Two or three, I am now 42. And I'm talking about two or three people. Like, that's it. That is it. I've been abroad, no issues whatsoever. In Thailand, I started kind of romantically kind of seeing a girl who uh, was was straight. And they didn't, they had ladyboys, they didn't give a shit. Because they saw it all along, it was paradise. People got together because they loved each other, because they fell for each other. We were in paradise. No one gave a shit about that stuff. But if I turn on the telly, I feel like I can't leave the house. I have a friend from the Middle East. She says I don't get on the tube because I feel like I'm gonna get attacked. Yet, actually, she never has. You know, people are very kind for kind to her. She might have had one or two experiences, but overall, none. No, you know, like really, when you weigh it up. But the more she watches, 
these programs, the more she watches films, she's told she's the enemy. And here comes the white hero, you know? So you have to watch, you have to watch what we're all being told, pitted, up, pitted against each other, pitted against each other all the time, all the time. I mean, you only have to see it with women. Oh, women don't get on with women. Uh, they do, they do. You know, there was a joke, it was on one of the programs where a guy, it was really funny, I'll have to, it was a comedy program and a guy made a comment um, to Carol Vorderman and said her replacement on Countdown, you know, basically said that Carol Vorderman had used a calculator all along and another lady, I think she was a comedian, piped up and said, oh, here we go, uh, typical, a man pitting women against another woman, you know? And I was like, this is hilarious. Like, people might push the boundaries and, you know, do it as jokes and stuff. But when you start to see the programming and you start to see that it's, it, they're trying to tell you it's real and it's actually not, you know? We all have bad experiences, you know, but it's not, it's not gonna be as dark as your mind is gonna get if you, if you allow yourself to be threaded within this dark tapestry that they're trying to create or, or want to create, you know? And again, I'm not being a conspiracy theorist. I'm not saying that there's this great big entity that's trying to get us all to, you know, be depressing or depressed. But what I'm saying is there's enough of the material for us to warrant concern and take our lives back and take a step back. And it warrants us kind of going, I feel that this is now getting a bit manipulative. It started off as entertainment, but now I feel like it's getting manipulative. And it's okay to say, well, since I've got my daughter or son or child, a TV in their room, I've noticed that their habits have changed. They're not getting enough sleep. They seem more depressed. They seem more anxious because you can't police what they're watching. You can't control it, right? So just take a step back and just go, yeah, you know what, it's bollocks. It is, it's absolute bollocks. And I think I told you this, I was walking in London and I was walking along the River Thames on the South Bank and I saw this camera, a woman with a microphone and then there was like three people all crammed on her with like boards and there was a camera and I thought, to be honest, it was at a distance and I thought, oh, it's like some kind of drama, you know, like um, college students messing about. And anyway, as I got closer, I realised it was actually a full on professional reporter describing how there was disruption. And I thought, are you joking? There's no disruption whatsoever. There's three of you. Because this camera zoomed in, you thought it looked all pushy and shoving. And we were just walking along with our ice creams. But if I had seen that on the telly, I wouldn't have gone out that day. I would have gone, oh, we've got to avoid the South Bank. It looks like it's all kicking off, you know? In a, in a weird way, social media, and because it's so live and because we can do kind of like post our own thing, you know, um, we can actually kind of like report live on what's going on. You know, that's the good thing about it. We can document the opposing view of the manipulation and this is how this is what one of the main reasons why I love the world whenever you get one action you will always get the opposite action so if there is manipulation in the media 
there will be an opportunity for the opposing action to take place. So if there's manipulation in the media, there will be a live stream documentation that is allowed to happen because it has to be opposing. So the media is trying to tell me I can't go on the South Bank and then I go on Instagram or social media and someone's posted a live feed with their ice cream and there's no, you know, there's freedom. Like it's like what, you know? So where there's lies, there has to be truth. Where there's up, there has to be down. When there's left, there has to be right. That's why in politics you get right wing, left wing. You always have to get the exact opposite. And I've said this before about yin and yang world. So if there is this manipulation happening and this programming happening, then there has to be in its existence the complete opposite where we're starting to wake up because we can't be controlled. And this is why I say, don't worry about us all trying to be fobbed off or all trying to be controlled and the world is gonna end. It physically cannot on an energetic level. It cannot. That's why things like the Roman Empire and everything falls because the truth comes out. They push it too far, Bodicea pops up. It's no coincidence she was born at the same time that this was gonna happen. You know, so there always has to be a truth next to a lie. You know, so where there is a darkness, there is a savior. That's the beauty of the world. You're always being looked after, but help yourself, help your mind. And for God's sake, get on with each other. You know, like I've done enough podcasts to kind of give you a bit of help in regards to who to look out for and why you shouldn't be, you know, tolerating people's crap and why you shouldn't be um, bullied or anything. But I've also done a lot of um, podcasts which kind of say, get your independence back. You are worth it. Get your mental health back. Police your own technology. You know, I've found recently on social media, there's three buttons and if I press them, I can just say not interested. I kept getting these absurd um, podcast things being videoed where, you know, either a woman was telling us what a man wants or a man was telling us what a woman should be. And I was thinking, I don't need to see this shit, to be honest with you. I'm like, not interested. So I found these three buttons that said not interested and it saved my life. I no longer watch these baboons telling me I need to stay at home and wash up, you know? So I get to choose and I police it like you wouldn't believe. And this is why I choose my movies. I choose my TV programs. I never, ever, ever give my power to what's suggested or my power to technology. Oh, I'm just gonna lie here and scroll yeah, and then you can guarantee you're going to watch something and you're going to have a bad day tomorrow. Keep your power, all right? And other people are not the enemy. Think about it. Stop being pitted against each other. Case by case basis. If someone from another country does piss you off, it's not because they're from another country. It's because they're a knob, you know? I know plenty of people from this country where I'm from who are knobs, you know? I give right. I've probably dated them, to be honest. But so keep an open mind, keep the power back, and don't let yourself be pitted against your own sex, and against other groups, and against other nationalities or other races. All right, keep that mind because if you do not, you're going to have a hell of a mind. And I'm. I, I don't mean that in a powerful way. I mean that in a hell 
It's going to be hell on earth, your mind. It's going to go working against you. You're going to be miserable. You're going to be absolutely bloody miserable. All right, so get that mind back, all right? Love you loads, as always. Oh, and before I go, I do want to say thank you so much for being so kind. All right, you know who you are. You listen to the, my podcasts. You're incredibly kind. You're incredibly open-minded, and I love that about you. Like, we literally can talk about anything, and you just go, you, you take it in or you don't. That's someone who's open-minded, but I want you to protect it, all right? Love ya. <laughs>